Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the idea of how we set goals and how we strive about achieving things and getting to certain places in life. And oftentimes, if we really took a step back and looked at what we have in life, we might see that we actually already have more of it than we thought we did. So what do you want? And are you sure you don't already have it? As the end of the year draws close, my thoughts turn to the goals I set for myself a little over 12 months ago. I'm reflecting largely on a year of progress and satisfaction, interwoven of course with some challenges and disappointments along the way. Overall, I think I've moved forwards and in some cases, the progress has been aided by recognising the many ways in which I already had so much of what I was striving for. In setting my goals, I dutifully considered my highest values to determine where to focus my efforts. I sketched out my dream life and I designed what I considered to be my ideal existence. From that, I derived my goals for the year and beyond. One of the greatest accomplishments of this year has been to start to feel the effects of an ongoing practice of gratitude in my life. I've been meditating daily for over three years now and I bookend each part of my day with gratitude journaling. To put it bluntly, just prior to starting this journey, I was pretty disgruntled with life. I was quick to complain and I was judgmental of others, and more frequently, of myself. I'd lived a life of relative privilege, encouragement, support and love, and yet I felt like I'd squandered the advantages given to me. Life felt like it was far short of where it should have been. I recognise now that I was the cause of my own dissatisfaction. I needed to do something drastic to change these ingrained traits, and so become the person I need to be for myself and for those I love. And so began the process of retraining my brain to be a bit more gracious about what I had, rather than fixating on what I didn't. Confucius said that when it's obvious that goals cannot be achieved, don't adjust the goals, adjust the action steps. I think that's been pretty pertinent. The effects of this change in my life have finally become evident in my daily life. As I measure progress towards my goals, my revitalised view of the world has encouraged me to recognise the many ways in which I already had what I aspired to in life. This experience has prompted me to wonder just how many of us are blinded to what we already have. How many of us are striving for something, believing it to be unattainable and out of reach, where we already have it? Certainly many exist without truly acknowledging the many blessings of their life. I know this was the case for me. I wonder how often we set out on a quest for a goal that we consider almost insurmountable, that something could actually be easily attainable if we could just see our world through someone else's eyes. Things that we aspire to as long-term goals might actually be attainable far sooner than we thought. Allow me to illustrate what I'm saying with a couple of examples. When I sketched out my dream life, I imagined being able to start each day with a long walk in the countryside surrounding my home. I'd long appreciated the area where I live, but my enjoyment of it was curtailed to the odd weekend hike or an occasional summer's evening walk along to the country pub, 
enticing and cajoling the kids to come along with the promise of sweets and fizzy drinks. This year, with some careful diary management and the sacrifice of my previously untouchable writing time, I've made this part of my dream life. I have it now. I've carved out an hour before the rigours of my day job begin to start with a walk in nature. I'm blessed to be able to do this through being a home worker with flexible working hours, but the act of taking a walk is not remarkable in itself. What is worthy to note is that some working conditions, the same working exist, conditions existed when I set the goal, dreaming that at some point in the future my days could start this way. Now, with a simple adjustment of my calendar, they do. As a result of this shift in priorities, for that's what it amounts to, I now have an hour of exercise and most of my government recommended 10,000 steps under my belt each day before 9am. I listen to an audiobook or a podcast while walking, which primes my mind for work. I return feeling fired up and like I'm ready to accomplish stuff, like I've already accomplished stuff. And this is around the same time as a previous me would have been logging on and confronting his email for the first time that day. The lost hour of creative work is regained later in the day through the positive start I've made, which kickstarts me to make each minute count. A further goal I had was to achieve the elusive financial freedom, which I'd tied to a specific, and looking back, arbitrary number. I've yet to experience floodgates of wealth opening before me. However, through shifting my focus away from making more money in its own right, and instead onto doing meaningful work that's intended to help others, I've experienced money flowing into my life, as these services find those who need them. I've built my side business, and my writing up to become more of a significant part of my life, and the work is starting to pay off. In the meantime, as I look at the money I spend, at my outgoings, I note with gratitude the many ways in which I'm able to meet the costs associated with providing for my family. The bills that I previously resented for snatching my earnings away from, my, away from me before my eyes are now viewed as part of meeting the costs of servicing the life I've chosen. I'm grateful to feel like I've been able to meet these and to further provide for those I love. I've become more attuned to the value that I place on serving the needs of my family through the work that I do and the money I earn. I'm grateful to whatever force or phenomenon has provided the opportunity for me to do earn, to, to make money from work that I'm good at and which I enjoy doing as well. I'm grateful to myself for working diligently in order to meet and service these opportunities. I'm grateful for the money that flows my way in return for my efforts. My nebulous goal for more money on specified wealth and non-specific financial freedom seemed like a far-off gold-plated carrot that was dangled way beyond my reach. This reinforced my misguided feelings of deprivation and robbed me of the deserved appreciation for the abundance that I already enjoy. I still aspire to greater financial freedom con conceptually, but I'm more resolutely focused on recognising how much of this I already have, and then building upon that. It's no longer a goal that exists at a distant point beyond the horizon. When I imagined a daily walk in the countryside, enjoying contemplative time and exercise in the outdoors, I believed it was something I'd have to wait until some unspecified point in the future, when I didn't have to work as much. I now see that I can have this on a regular basis, freely and gratefully. I just need to prioritise it to ensure it's built into my life. I've taken something that I used to view as scarce and out of reach, and recognised its value to me by including it in my life. 
Henry David Thoreau said that what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. I was always clear that goals needed to be aligned to our personal values, but I've come to recognise the importance of my values being threaded through every moment of my life. They shape my daily priorities, my actions, and how I approach the things that might be less enjoyable, as well as how I appreciate and enjoy those that appeal to me. Goals can require a momentous shift in mindset and for us to take massive action, but they shouldn't be viewed as insurmountable. I now believe that the hardest things to attain and the things that will have the greatest impact on our happiness are often within our grasp if we simply view our lives through a different lens. I hope you found that useful and until the next time this is Toby saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.